Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Uh. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Uh. Happy birthday to you. Uh. Nice, Marilyn. Thanks for the birthday wishes, Marilyn. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Yeah, it's my damn birthday. The big 55 today. The big 55. I get my senior discount now. And that's all my wife will talk about. That she just that, that's she goes on dude, she goes online and she just looks up every damn place we can now go where I my old ass gets us uh, gets us a, a discount. Her plan's coming together. It is. <laughs> Santico's, the Silverado Theater, we can get this, you know, cheaper tickets. We were at Jim's Diner uh, the other day, and we get a discount there. It's it's really more like Christmas for her. I mean, you know what I mean? She She's just loving the senior discount thing. The thing is, when you get a senior discount, does that mean in the eyes of society... That you actually are a senior citizen? Like, am I now officially a senior? Are you nodding your head? I, I guess I am. I mean, just I'm an old guy. It. Yeah, the alternative's much worse. Well, this is true. I'd rather be an older guy than a dead guy. I'm just, it's just a little weird, man. I'm suddenly a senior citizen. Uh, when people describe me, oh, uh, yes, that older gentleman over there. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to get from now on. I've noticed people open the doors for me now, like younger dudes are opening the doors for me. They're going to help you cross the street? Oh, God, no, 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 I'll, I'll, that won't work. I'll break your arm, you're trying to help me cross the street. Well, I don't know if I'll have the strength for it, but you know what I'm saying. Younger dudes are calling me sir, I've noticed that. Where did my life go, man? Where did it go? It goes so fast. Anyway. So it is my birthday, and uh, and it's also Friday. Uh, it's also World Series Day, game one tonight, and uh, that's how we're celebrating my birthday. We're not going to go anywhere. We're just going to get a bunch of fajitas. Uh, my uh, daughter's boyfriend's coming up from Houston, and we're going to watch the Astros kick some Phillies ass tonight in my living room on my widescreen TV, and that would be about the plan. And then old Elton John tomorrow, uh, looking forward to that. Um and, I, and also, I've got also received a lot of wishes, uh, happy birthday wishes online. Thank you all so much. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Frankly, I am glad to be having a birthday after some of the medical stuff that happened this past year. So I am quite thankful to be still creeping and crawling around on planet Earth. Uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. And before I begin, also just one more personal thing. 
Uh, I want to thank my intrepid producer, uh, James Trevino, and uh, Mr. David Van Camp, who uh, gifted me with an early uh, birthday present. We went to a gun club yesterday. I met you guys at a, at a gun club down off of 281, uh, and we uh, did some shooting. That, that was a lot. <laughs> I knew it would be fun. That was fun. Company was great, but that was more fun than I thought I would have. Yeah, and it was. it's very relaxing to me to shoot guns. And uh, so we, we did, I did a video. It's on the uh, KTSA website uh, on the Sean Rima page. It's also on my personal Facebook page if you want to see me shooting my personal security weapon. God. <laughs> the difference in the sound. Everyone else there shooting their 9mm, 380s, and, <laughs> and then Sean's hand cannon comes out, and they surrendered the Alamo again. After shooting it, Pen Camp actually was good. It's a forty-four. No, no, he's got a forty-four. It's okay. I was so proud in that one moment. Um, but I and so you check out the video and like and share, like and share. Uh, it's uh, uh, my new series is Uncle Sean's Shorts, and uh, it's me shooting my uh, my forty-four revolver, Brazilian-made forty-four revolver. And uh, it, it was genuinely a lot of fun. And uh, 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 looking forward to going back and maybe doing that once a month or so. But uh, you can see that, uh, again, on the, on the website, ktsa.com, if you so choose. Uh, beyond that, let's talk about the news. Oh, uh, one more programming note, my buddy uh, Chuck Weimer. Uh, you've probably seen the Chuck Weimer band or seen Chuck by himself. He's very, very popular in the local area right now. He's... Played a lot of the local places, a lot of the, the local venues, and uh, and all across Texas. In fact, they are booked up for the next year. They they can have booked all the gigs they can possibly do. He's got some songs that are making it to the country music uh, charts, and he's a really good guy. And he's coming in with my my best friend is a guy named uh, Randy Garcia, who is his bass player. And it's a really interesting story how we all met, and we'll, we'll tell that when they get here, but. Uh, around 10.30, they're going to come in, just kind of hang out with us for the last half hour and do a couple of Chuck's tunes and really, uh, and uh, go out of this week you know, with a little bit of country music. I'm really happy to finally meet Randy. I thought it was like snuffle up against your fake, <laughs> your little invisible friend. My invisible friend, Randy. <laughs> he exists. He exists. And uh, he's a very, very cool, do- cool guy. He's also a registered professional nurse. So he's kind of like, you know, Hunter Thompson had his lawyer. His attorney that followed him everywhere. I have a health professional uh, who follows me everywhere I go, so it, it works out. So that's Randy and and Chuck will be here about ten thirty. Uh, beyond that, uh, Elon. Oh, oh, and the big story that we're seeing, uh, Paul Pelosi. And I'm getting mixed uh, messages here. Paul, this just broke a few minutes ago. Paul Pelosi, wife of Nancy Pelosi. God bless him. He was, uh, a, I guess, pretty violently attacked outside his house in San Francisco. But I'm, I'm hearing he was attacked inside the house. I'm hearing he was attacked outside the house. So it's, the details are still a little murky. Uh, they say he's going to recover, but uh, they also say it was a pretty bad attack. Uh, and that's pretty much all the information we have right now. So we'll try to follow that deal and, and see what we learn before the show's over. Probably the uh, the the most uh, the biggest story is Elon Musk, and uh, he now owns Twitter. He's the uh, chief tweet or chief uh, chief twit, as he says. 
And now infamously yesterday, he walked into Twitter headquarters carrying a sink. (laughs) You know, uh, I actually have this on a T-shirt. In other words, to say, let that sink in. Uh, And uh, he's about the business of uh, firing people. He's fired most of the CEOs and the CFOs, uh, folks at the top of the food chain there. Uh, he wants to create this as a, a, an opened, uh, uh, platform for discussion where all opinions are welcome. It's costing him $44 billion. And, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's saying he's, he's done with this being a free for all hellscape. Quote, the reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. He goes on. There is currently, uh, there is a current great danger, or there is currently great danger that social media will splinter into far-right and far-left-wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. So what social media has done... Now, we, we can also get into the nuts and bolts of, of Twitter in that it was a huge scam. I think 95% of the accounts were robot accounts, were fake accounts. 95%. And uh, these schmucks were going to advertisers and saying, "Hey, look how big we are! We got all these. Uh, we got all these people. You want to advertise all these people? And yet, there's ninety-five percent of the people that they're saying that they have don't freaking exist, and that's fraud. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but the, the larger question, and I've felt this for years, and I know many of you who listen to this show have felt the same way, in that politics in the in the era of social media." have become very, very personal. Uh, in other words, when I was uh, a young man and, and becoming politically aware, politics was a part of my life. Okay, It was not who I am. It did not represent me entirely. And I think with the advent of social media, which kind of reduces uh, our, our personalities down to the, down to their most basic, and sometimes fake components. Politics took on uh, a completely new relevance as far as how we view ourselves. Politics became personal. In other words, if and this and I'm going to say this is predominantly from the left, but if if you don't agree with my politics, it's because you freaking hate me. <laughs> you don't agree with me, so you must hate me. Because I am my politics. And I do believe that's a phenomenon that arose uh, out of social media. And that's why you can't have political discussions on social media without it uh, devolving to a place where people are just calling each other asshats. You know, and that's really where, where it ends up. You know what I mean? Well, whatever, asshat. How many, how many uh, online arguments have you seen uh, ending uh, with with something like that. Well, I guess that's why I have a college degree, asshat, you know. <laughs> what do I know, asshat? 
I'm only smarter than you, you know, and, and, and it just it devolves into pure insulting gibberish. Because it's personal, because people can't have a, a discussion or even a debate without it getting personal. And people should be able to discuss politics from different perspectives in a civil way. And I know it's me saying this, and I'm not a very civil guy, but uh, I, I know the the logic uh, and the the uh, positive idea of it. Uh, again, right now, I think most people who are friends who disagree politically probably don't have discussions like that. I know my best friend for over 40 years, uh, dude I met in college, uh, Mr. Ben Peach, you've heard me refer to him. Very, probably, yeah, without, without question, my longest, oldest, dearest friend. We're partners. Uh, and we could not be further apart politically, uh, honestly. He thinks I'm a Nazi, basically. <laughs> and then I moved to Texas, and I, you know, oh, here we go. And, you know, and he's possibly a communist. I don't know. He's very far left. He's He's French. And uh, in the 40 years of our friendship, we have never had a political discussion, not once. It just wasn't necessary. We know where the other is politically, and we have never found any reason to have any kind of a discussion about our differences politically. Why? What's the point? But in the era, and he, again, he's also not on social media. God bless his, God bless him. But, you know, how many friendships have broken up? I've lost a few. How many friendships have broken up? How many families have been screwed up by politics via social media? You know, honestly. So, you know, I, as Trey says, I, I don't necessarily agree with all of Elon's politics. I Frankly, I don't even know what they are. I have paid attention to Elon Musk's politics very little. But what he is doing as an innovator is just amazing. And this purchase of Twitter, I think, is badass. I I have not been on Twitter in years. I I have an account, but I just have not bothered with it. And I'm I'm thinking I might go back on Twitter, depending on how this goes. So good on Elon. 210-599. If you have any thoughts on or reactions, if you're not on Twitter, are you going to go back now that Elon's uh, taken over? 210-599-5555. Let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Happy Friday. It's 927. I rambled a little long in that opening segment. So we don't have much time here, but... Matthew Perry has a new book out about getting sober, which is good. I'm happy for him. He's had a long road. But talk about a uh, like a like a party fail, man. He's Matthew Perry. He's partying with Valerie Bertinelli and Eddie Van Halen when they were still married. And Eddie passes out on the couch. Okay. I don't know if Don Morgan's hearing this. And the the same on the same couch where Eddie is passed out, Valerie and Matthew Perry start necking. They start wow. heavy petting and make it out, man, while the dude is right next to him on the couch. That's bad, man. Well, it, it was when he was under 
bad times, right? I mean, I'm trying he to was, give the dude. Yeah, break. well, yeah, and and but and Valerie Bertinelli admits to it. She's saying, no, this this happened. He's he not also, denying it. He also said Keanu Reeves is not a good person. Well, what he said was well, well, he was talking about other people who had died. And he says, but yeah, but Keanu Reeves just lives forever, you know, which is kind of bad, too. But, dude, necking with the dude's wife while he's passed out on the couch right next to you. That's pretty bad. I mean, the worst I ever did. <laughs> well, you want to hear it? <laughs> Let's just say I was married to another person once a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We were uh, partying with some radio people that I worked with at the time. And uh, she passed out, but she passed out in the bedroom. And I sort of necked with one of the sales chicks. Okay, that was a long time ago. Wow, man. That's pretty bad, isn't it? I don't even remember that chick's name. I barely remember my ex-wife's name. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know what? She... <laughs> She was in the next room. She wasn't there on the couch, man. That's just low behavior, okay? That's just bad behavior. Thank God my daughter thinks I'm a Nazi and doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> Word gets around. No, not as far as Colorado. <laughs> None of our friends listen to me. They all think I'm a Nazi. So, yeah, that that, that happened. But not, but, but, but not on the same couch, man. Necking with the dude's wife while you're passed out on the couch. That's just bad, Matthew. You need a few extra steps for that one. I don't think 12 is going to do you. But, yeah, I, I'm making fun. But congratulations on him. He's had a long journey with addiction. A long, bumpy journey. And uh, I'm glad things are, go are going well for him. I might, might actually read the book. I'm kind of curious about it. I'd like to congratulate him for making out with Valerie Bertinelli. I mean, come on. <laughs> Well, Eddie's pat. Well, the greatest guitar player of all time has passed out on right. the couch right next well, to him. Well, you know, I don't think Eddie ever posed a physical threat to anybody. Probably still, not. You know, but still, still. <laughs> anyway, that's one to tell your grandkids, Matthew. Okay, two one zero five nine. You know what I did once? <laughs> Got a little drunk. Got a little drunk and necked with Eddie Van Halen's wife, a former sitcom star, on the couch. That Eddie was passed out on. Damn, Grandpa. What a jerk. <laughs> so wrong. All right. 210-599. It's a fascinating show so far. 210-599-5555. Uh, we'll take a break. It's uh, Sean Rima on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Well, a day without a tranny story is like a day without sunshine. We have a Vermont middle school soccer coach and his daughter who have been suspended, allegedly, for complaining about a trans female in the girls' locker room. Uh, we go to something called Randolph Union Middle School. Uh, the soccer coach there, Travis Allen, uh, was suspended without pay by the school in Vermont uh, for expressing his discomfort over a 14-year-old trans dude 
a dude living like a female, uh, sharing the same locker room with his daughter, Blake, and other females as they undressed. He was on uh, Tucker Carlson last night. I made a social media post and referred to the male student as a male. And I was punished because I was because I misgendered him. He complained to the school. They did nothing. Uh, I was in the locker room, and the trans student walked in, and the rest of the team was in there. I was. I was. This is his daughter, uh, Blake Allen. I was in the locker room, and the trans student walked in, and the rest of the team was in there. I was really uncomfortable, and I left. And I told the school, and they just shut me down. There was nothing I could do. I was later suspended because I voiced my opinion that a male shouldn't be in the women's locker room. She she has been told by the school to take part in a restorative justice circle. I'm going to barf. A restorative justice circle and write a letter of apology to the trans student. I said I would rather have a five-day suspension than have to apologize because I'm not sorry. She says her classmates have been supportive of her but have been too scared to speak out because of the backlash. They've got a lawyer from the Alliance Defending Freedom folks, and they're going to file a lawsuit uh, uh, for allegedly retaliating against the Allens for simply stating their views. Um, One of the the reasons that Democrats are going to lose really, really big uh, on November 8th is because of this crap. I, you know, I'm, I, I, I have tranny friends, but you know what? I'm sick of this crap. I'm sick of it. I, I and a lot of people are, uh, th- this is silly. Okay. Th- th- this business that there are multi multi genders and, and that if you merely live as the opposite gender, all of society must see you must believe you to be that actual gender is a bunch of bull crap it's nonsense and you know me i don't care how you live if you're a grown ass adult if you're a grown ass adult i don't care you want to you want to live as the opposite gender live as the opposite gender i know a guy who's doing this all right but you know what you're not the opposite gender. You're just, you're not. You are somebody making a choice to live as as the opposite gender. And, and here's where old Uncle Sean draws the line. Okay? You still have to play by the rules of society. And the rules of society are, if you're a physical male, you go to that bathroom. If you're a physical female, you you go to that bathroom. If you're a physical male, you use that locker room. If you're a physical female, you use that locker room. That's how society maintains, to a certain extent, a level of civility and order, by maintaining these lines of respect. Because where we are right now is, well, your life choice trumps out everybody else's comfort level. Your life's choice, and it is a choice you are making. 
all right? Your choice to live a certain way is taking precedence over the comfort level and the rights of everybody else involved, and that's a big old fat crap salad. First off, the fact that I have to say this is crazy, but leave the kids out of it. This business of transitioning kids when they're 11 and 12 is madness. And it's freaking child abuse. And nobody seems to give a crap about the comfort level of the girls in the locker room. When there's a dude in there with his junk hanging out in the shower. Uh, (laughs) Nobody cares about the other people in the bathroom when there's a dude in the girl's bathroom with his junk hanging out. Nobody cares, right? Nobody cares about their comfort level, their sense of security. And I'm sick of it. And uh, I tell you what, a lot of people are. A lot of people are really sick and tired of this woke crap. Uh, I, I know a guy who is in transition. He's living like a woman. You know, uh, in my mind, I still think of, think of him as a dude. I just do, you know, because I've known him as a dude. I don't know him well. I, by my mind, he's a dude living life as a woman. And again, if that's what you want to do, fine. But you cannot change biological and scientific reality. And what society is asking people to do is to, and and Trey says this all the time, and, and, and he's absolutely right, is to acknowledge a lie as truth. And that ain't cool. It's just not cool. Uh, And I hear it all the time. I hear it on Fox News. I hear it on Fox News when they have a story about a transgendered person and they refer to that person by the pronoun of the person they're pretending to be. They're talking about a dude transitioning into uh, being a woman and it's it's she and her, she and her, she and her. And so we're validating this crap. And, And it, again... Your life choices are not my responsibility. Your life choices, and I I say this to my friends, your life choices are not my responsibility. Your validation is not my responsibility. And and I'll go, and i got to take a break, I'll go one more even further than that, and, and I've said this before, if I know you and you're a friend, and in our personal conversations, you prefer that I, re- I refer to you as that gender? Well, then I will, because I'm, I'm a friend. I'm not a jerk. But that doesn't mean I believe you're an actual woman. And that doesn't mean in other conversations with other people that I'm going to continue to refer to you as the preferred gender. Your validation is your own thing. That's your own something you have to accomplish. And uh, uh, it, it's like... If you're not comfortable making this choice to live this way, there is this idea that society owes you something. Society has the responsibility to make you feel comfortable in your decision, and society has no such responsibility whatsoever, in my opinion. Does that make sense? Elvis, hang on through the break. I, I do, I'm do. i late for a break. Uh, we'll talk to you when we get back. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. 
The 2022 midterms. Stay connected and informed. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Hi. We're talking about trannies. We got trannies on parade. Here's uh, Adam. Adam, how you doing? I'm doing great, Sean. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. You know, Sean, every single one of those parents should say, no, this ain't going to happen. You know, if this person really thought of himself as a girl, he would totally understand, you know, that uh, he's protecting women. You know, how much do the Democrats really care about women? You know, uh, they they think crime and a border is, uh, you know, this whole garbage is just ruining our country uh, just so bad, you know, and, and even with the uh, black people, the Democrats don't care about uh, black people. The neighborhoods stay the same over there. They've been lying to black people for 50, 60 years. Right. You know, you, you'd have to be sick to vote Democrat at this point. I agree, Thanks, Adam. Sean. Thank you so much for the call, brother. Let's go to Elvis. Elvis, how you doing? Great day. Uh, I'm just reminded with all this gender assignment stuff and everything. Uh, it just reminds me of what Spock said in The Wrath of Khan. And he said that the needs or logic dictates that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. <laughs> or the one. <laughs> or the one, which right. is implied by uh, uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah. I, well, and, uh, it, you know, you it's know. true, but it, it, we live in an era when a, a, a minority of one can dictate policy for everyone. I mean, the trans community is growing just because of the trendiness of it. But still, it is a tiny, tiny segment of people who wield just unbelievable influence in the country right now. And I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. Absolutely. And the only way I can look at it is, you know, Austin Powers. It's not my bag, baby. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, Bellis. It's right. It's not my bag, baby. Um, again, live your life. Leave the kids out of it. Please, we'll be back. News Talk 550 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, hello there. We're back. Uh, it's uh, 10.06. Uh, I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. And we're going to have a fun, fun little hour today. It is my birthday. Uh, I turned 39 today. And if you believe that, I'll sell you the Freedom Tower for five bucks. I turned a big 55 today, man, which is cool. Got no problems with that. Uh, so a uh, little later on, around 1030, going to have uh, a musical guest in, my buddy uh, Chuck Weimer. And uh, his bass player, who is also my best friend, uh, Randy Garcia, will be joining us. That's uh, the first time I've actually seen uh, uh, Chuck play. Uh, but he's been playing. The, the guys have been playing all around town. Uh, they've they've they're pretty much booked up for the for the next year, and they're doing very well on local music charts. And so we're going to talk to Chuck Weimer and and Randy coming up in a little bit and hear a couple of songs. Before we get there, though, we have to deal with a couple of news stories. Uh, and Joe Biden uh, is uh, full of crap once again. But the fact is, we faced even worse spikes before. Just in the last decade, we saw it in 2012 when the price of gasoline hit $3.90. We saw it in 2014 when it hit $3.69. And in 
And re as recently as 2019, we saw it surpass $3 in many places. The fact is, we always get through those spikes, but we're going to get through this one as well, and hopefully faster. But it doesn't mean we should just stand by idly and wait for prices to drop on their own. Instead, we're taking action. The big part of the, of the reason Americans are facing high gas prices is because oil-producing countries and large companies have not ramped up the supply of oil quickly enough Aww. to meet the demand. Aww. Aww. Yeah, because our fuel needs are their responsibility, right? Um, he also said uh, that gas was over $5 a gallon when he took office in January 2021. That is absolutely not true. You know it, and I know it. Gas was not $5 when he took office in January of 2021. It was roughly around two thirty-nine per gallon. Uh, yeah, $2 and a nickel, roughly. It's roughly what I was paying in my neighborhood because we were energy independent. We were drilling. We had our offshore uh, uh, production going on. We did not require uh, anybody else's oil. We were not importing it from anyone. In fact, we were getting ready to export. Uh, in fact, at that time, Texas, I think, was the largest exporter exporter of, of petroleum, of oil, uh, on planet stinking Earth. I heard Greg Abbott say that last night on Fox News. Okay, uh, it, it rose to $5 a gallon the summer after Joe Biden took over. He was in secure, Syracuse, New York, saying all this crap. Did you know that inflation is down, real incomes are up, and the price of gas is down? We don't really know on, on what planet he was getting those numbers from. Uh, inflation is up 8.2% from last year, and real wages have fallen 17 months in a row. He also claimed that when he took office, the economy was in ruins. The hell it was, man. <laughs> we were rocking and rolling the best economy this country had ever seen in the four years Donald Trump was in office. You, you cannot deny the reality of that. But deny it, he does. Because he's in Orwell land. He, he's, he is the Orwellian nightmare. We have always, it, it, it was $5 when I took over, the economy was in ruins, and we've always been at war with East Asia. He lies, man, he lies. Here's Eleanor. Eleanor, how you doing? Oh, I wanted to wish you a happy birthday, a first-time caller, and I'm an old lady, and you always got me in trouble. You remind me of my husband and I. Oh, really? I'm a New Jersey transport, and the day you brought up New Jersey, I didn't have the guts to call you, but I wanted to wish you a happy birthday, and keep up the good work. Thank you. You're from New Jersey? Yes, I am. What down exit? Down New Jersey. <laughs> down, down the shore. You know where all the New Yorkers flock to? Oh, you down there, what, Ocean City and stuff? And, uh... Yeah, where oh. the New Yorkers flock to. Yes, they and do. Let, uh, and let 
let them uh, keep yelling, let's defund the police department, but who's the first people they call? Mm-hmm. The police department, right, right. And I don't want, and I don't want to say it loud. I'm 81, and I had two guns, and I want to get another one. <laughs> you go right ahead, man. This is a good time to get one. <laughs> I you... love Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I do too. Hey, hey, go, hey, go, go to, go to my Facebook page, and there's a new a video there, or the KTSA website. There's a video of me shooting my gun last night at a gun range. Oh, okay. I I certainly will. All right. Have a good day, bud. You thank thank you so much. Thanks for calling. You have a good day now. You understand? She's a nice lady. Now that's a nice lady. She from Jersey. Um, I've spent a lot of time in New Jersey. I lived I didn't live in New Jersey uh for about four years, but I lived right across the river from Jersey. Forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, in northern Delaware uh, with a girl who uh, grew up in South Jersey, a little town called Millville, New Jersey. And we uh, I consider her kind of my first wife because we lived together for four years. Sweet girl, sweet girl. I wonder whatever happened to her. Uh, 210-599-5555. Again, the other news story is Paul Pelosi uh, is has been assaulted inside his home in San Francisco. We're still getting some information on that. Here's Bob. Bob, how are you doing? I'm fine. Hey, a few uh, years ago, I would say, first of all, happy birthday. Thank you. And then I would say, well, you reached the speed limit when the speed limit was 55. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I am now and the speed now, limit. Yeah, you you passed the speed limits. Uh, hey, one other thing about when I heard about Biden with the oil prices and gas prices. Right. Uh, I had to go take some extra blood pressure medication. <laughs> I might have to pop a few uh, entrestos myself. <laughs> He's a gentle liar, basically what he is. Yeah. And and I don't know how Republicans in 2020 uh, would actually voted for him. It just uh, I just hope now they see their big mistake. It's, well, uh, I, I I don't know exactly how many that how many people did actually vote for that guy. Uh, there, I think there was a lot of shenanigans that went on uh, yeah, in that election. Also, I'm from uh, originally New Orleans, born in New Orleans, and uh, area, and now I'm hearing so bad things about New Orleans. Oh yeah. If I can visit my friends, I'll probably have to go back armed. Yeah, well, most of the major cities have gotten bad. New York is extremely bad. Chicago's extremely bad. And I, I appreciate the call, man. Thanks for the birthday wishes. I, I, I was telling Trey, my daughter, you know, she's. Got just a few months left of college, and she graduates, and she wants to do acting and directing both stage and film. And so she's kind of trying to figure out where she's going to go. And for the longest time, it was Chicago. And, dude, I was like, baby. <laughs> um, maybe is there some other place you might want to consider, uh, you know. And she finally, uh, we were talking last night, and she's uh, now focusing on, on Atlanta. I like that much better. Yeah, I do too. And plus, there is a pretty big film Huge. industry, right? My acting friends here in Texas. Oh, Jay Pennington, one of our buddies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got an agent in Georgia. Oh, does he? Yeah. I didn't know that. No, a lot of t- a lot in Georgia. It's, it's going to be a good fit. I promise. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very relieved, and then that she she's been talking about Chicago for months. And I'm like, oh, please don't go to Chicago. <laughs> 
you might be able to get some decent stage work, but there's not a lot of filming going on in Chicago, I wouldn't think. Not like Georgia. Not like Georgia or Atlanta. They have some great tax breaks uh, from right. the state level, so a bunch of production companies have up and moved. Oh, good. Plus, her uncle lives in Atlanta, so I'm like, yeah, yes, baby, Atlanta. Go to Atlanta. Please stay out of Chicago. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Give me a call if you have anything on your mind. Uh, let's see. Ilhan Omar was heckled by some protesters, and wow, when they're getting protested and heckled, they sure as hell don't like that, do they? No, they don't. Uh, we may talk about that when we get back. Uh, plus, whatever the hell else is on your mind, it's uh, a free-form Friday. It's my birthday, so we're kind of playing it light and loose today. Uh, my buddy uh, Chuck Weimer is going to be playing some music for us uh, in the second half hour. So stick around. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The 2022 midterms happen here. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. New Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Wow. Uh, yeah, Chuck Weimer and uh, my buddy Randy Garcia have come into the building. They're going to be setting up here. Uh, so for when we get back at 1030 after the news, we can uh, we can do a couple songs. And I, Chuck brought me one of their new hats for my birthday. And I have been looking at these online <laughs> for like two weeks. Like, I want to get one. I got to get one. Thank you. That's badass. Uh, so yeah, they'll be uh, they'll be playing some music for us, and we'll get to know them uh, coming up in coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, we do have some other stuff to talk about between then and now, and the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Again, whatever's on your mind, uh, let me know. Um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, stuff about Halloween uh, costumes. I heard Jack talking about this last night. You know, what what are the Halloween costumes that you absolutely will not wear. Uh, I also agree with Jack and Trey in the sense that Halloween has been kind of freaking hijacked by the adults in the room. Come on, man. Well, you know. (laughs) Right? It's such an adult thing now. You have your Halloween nights at the local bars and everybody comes dressed as something weird or whatever. And uh, and I, I... my, you know, we're not doing anything this year other than uh, uh, give out candy, uh, whatever kids show up with the fentanyl stuff. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I might just get me a big chicken suit. I, you can go to Walmart and get yourself just a big old chicken suit, you know, and I can crawl, crawl my fat ass into a big chicken suit. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, I just, I don't, I, I'm too old now to put want to put any effort into it. You know, when I was younger... In my 30s, I was Dr. Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, back when I still looked good in fishnets. Oh, Rocky. You know, and that was kind of my go-to costume, but now, I don't know. I, I don't want to put too much work into it. Randy, I think I'm just going to get me a big freaking chicken costume from Walmart and just be a big chicken. But uh, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how many we actually get. Uh, with all the fentanyl stuff. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and I don't also, if you show up, I, I've had this in my cul-de-sac, okay? If you show up and you're 19, all right, and you got a garbage bag in your hand, and you got a Lone Ranger, half-ass Lone Ranger mask on, so you got it Rite Aid, you know, or, or CV, I, I mean, you're not getting anything from me. 
Put some effort into it at well, you least. Know, well, you know what I mean? The 19-year-olds show up like at 9.30, <laughs> trick-or-treat. It's like, what do you want, a freaking beer? And they've got beer in their hands. Yes. That's when I go Clint Eastwood. That's, what I, that's, that, that's when it's get off my lawn time, okay? Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Happy birthday, Sean. I hope you have a great <laughs> birthday weekend. That, that, I got a lot going on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch the World Series tonight with uh, my, my daughter's boyfriend in the living room. Tomorrow's Elton John. And then Sunday, I'm actually I actually going to do a little bit, little bit of acting for a, a short film for my buddy. So it's going to, going to be a busy weekend. How, how are you doing? It's your birthday weekend. That means all of your family and all of your friends have to do everything you say all weekend, <laughs> not just one day. I live with Hispanics. Okay, they don't. I don't tell them what to do ever. They tell me what it's to your, do. Look at him. It's your look, birthday. Hey, look, my producer's Hispanic. You, you think I tell him what to do? <laughs> he tells me what to do. No, hombre, shut up. See how he is. <laughs> okay, I go. You know, so I, I try that talk. crap at home. You know what I get? You're not the boss of me. <laughs> is that a tood? It, no, it, no, it goes from, is that a tone? Oh, now why are you yelling at the, me? I mean, it escalates. I and I'm whispering. Thing all the time. You get the, the tood and the tone? Yeah, yeah. Like, what am I, a mixing I, board? I, I was calling about the Nancy Pelosi oh, husband yeah. attack thing. Oh, yeah. I do not believe that happened randomly. I don't really believe it happened. I believe something's going on here. It's too close to the election. And you were, do you remember when there was a, uh, it was news that the FBI agents were being threatened? Oh, they were being threatened. Oh, we, we've got online. Threats. Oh, right, yeah. When did they arrest anyone? Nobody. So they either, it either never happened or the FBI is so freaking incompetent they can't <laughs> find people that are threatening the FBI. Well, apparently they do have a dude in custody in this case. That doesn't mean the dude's still not a plant of some kind. That doesn't mean that maybe Nancy Pelosi and the evil Democrat didn't have something to do with this whole charade right before the election. I'm not right. buying it. Sorry. I'm, I'm not buying it. Maybe. Remember that guy who was the local mayor, I think, down in Las Vegas, and he dressed as a woman and killed that guy? Maybe it actually is Nancy Pelosi, just like dressed as a dude. Just because you want to kick kick Paul's ass for some reason. Uh, well, I I don't believe that you're too far off base, Sean. We're all going to find out, but I, I really don't believe you're too far off base. Well, and, and just for all you other chronic alcoholics like Nancy, you can smell vodka. Okay? You can sm- Don't kid yourself. You you can smell vodka. All right, they Steve. need to switch to Hannigan's. <laughs> there you go. Steve. <laughs> Why do I get the feeling Happy that Nancy birthday, Pelosi man. does Happy buzz birthday. balls at this point? You know what I mean? Like she goes through 40, 30 or 40 buzz balls. Vodka can be mouthwash. NyQuil, whatever she can get her hands on. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, Steve, man, you have a great weekend, and thanks for the birthday wishes. Yes, sir. Happy birthday. <laughs> Rock on. Bye-bye. And we'll take a little break, then we'll talk to Chuck Weimer and and and, uh, and my, my buddy Randy Garcia. And uh, and see what they're all about. This gonna, we're going to hear some great music and uh, talk about the touring schedule and get their story. It's going to be lots of fun. We're just going to have fun. We're, James, we're just having fun for the rest of the day, rest of the show. Whatever you say. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back on News Talk Five Fifty KTSa. 
celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 107.1. And now the fun part of the show. We are joined in studio uh, by Mr. Chuck Weimer. And my good buddy Randy Garcia, who plays uh, bass for Chuck. And uh, say hello, guys. Hey, what's up, Sean? What's Happy going on? Happy birthday to you, brother. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, uh, it, but before we do a song, so we want to get a couple of songs in here. Uh, first off, you guys are doing very well, right? Thank you. Uh, you are booked up, I think, for the entire year. Uh, we're Yeah, we're booked up for the rest of this year. And uh, as far as band shows, we have uh, 13 that are already booked for next year. And uh, between band and duo, which means that we just bring somebody else into, you know, whether it's me and the drummer, me and the... Uh, my guitarist we've got another four or five of those books so uh not including my acoustics we're already 20 shows set for next year wow yeah because i'm talking to randy because randy and i are pretty good friends we see each other you know once every other week or so and the response you guys have been getting has been fantastic yeah it's been really good you know one of the things that we're i'm very proud of is the fact that i get to play with chuck i get to watch him evolve as as a as a very talented texas country artist and that's just phenomenal, and it's exciting for me. Right, it, it seems like it is. And you're, and but before you get to the song, you're you're seeing some action on the charts too, right? Um, yeah, we've been doing pretty good. We uh, the current song was uh, it's been in the top fifty on the Texas country music chart for a little bit. This is the highest charting one we've had on Texas Regional Radio Report, and it's got six weeks now logged at number one on the Texas Internet Radio chart. So we're uh, the the song is doing well. We've we haven't had anything that didn't hit the charts. We've just been blessed the whole way through. Like when when you start off at 42, and then you decide, all right, hey, I'm going to have a, a midlife crisis right now, and it ends up being successful. <laughs> Nothing wrong with uh, that. <laughs> you know? So I keep saying I want to name or the, the next album, I want to call it the, My Successful Midlife Crisis, but management won't let me do that. <laughs> That's a great tune. That's a great idea. <laughs> well, why don't we just uh, kick off with a tune, and then we can talk some more. Uh, what do you want to do for us? Uh, well, we'll save, uh, we'll save the current one for later, but we'll do uh, your production. Crew has already said that they wanted to hear... Uh, one from last year. It's called Over Here, and this one was for all of my veteran brothers and sisters, which I know make up a huge, huge part of your audience. So uh, if you served your country or if you got somebody who did, uh, this is the actual radio version. available online. You can go find that for free, or you can come out to a show and buy a CD. We love that kind of stuff, too. But here you go, Over Here. said goodbye and we get on our plane we've seen you cry don't know if we'll be back again they say it's hard this place they've got us going but we take comfort knowing you're on our side we do our job Sometimes with heart, sometimes with guns, sometimes it's hard. Oh, but we still have our fun when times are dull. There's still a job that needs doing. So we push right on through until it's done. But they don't talk like we talk and need the things we do. We move through their crowds and they're unaware 
We've got wars on both sides that we keep to ourselves. Doing quiet don't mean that we don't care. It feels like we're not wanted over here. We get home reunited with our family. We're still alone. Cause we can't share what we've been through. We hold it in. They say that we have a disorder. Cause the media reporter can't explain. But they don't talk like we talk. We do. We move through their crowds and they're unaware. We've got wars on both sides. We keep to ourselves. Staying quiet don't mean that we don't care. Feels like we're not wanted over here. say we'll never win I was proud to serve my country and I'd do it all again where people talk like I talk need the things I do I move through their crowds and I'm aware I've got boys on both sides to myself I know I don't say much but I still care even if I'm still not wanted over here even if I'm still not wanted over here oh I wish that I was wanted over here Thank you, veterans. Nice. And thank you for your service, sir. That was wonderful. That's my pleasure. I can't even call it service, man. I played with dogs for 13 years. <laughs> Still, that's great. That's a great tune. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, take a minute here just very briefly. Uh, we all met kind of in a, a very interesting way. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who I met first because I, I, I met Chuck. I met you uh, just happenstance. Your mom was staying at the same uh, there's Candlewood Suites where the, we had set my mom up uh, just down the street from my house. Yeah. We and were both going in to visit our moms. Your mom was there. <laughs> we just happened to be out having a smoke one day, and, and we introduced each other. I think for medical reasons, right? We, they, were, they were both staying there for medical yeah. reasons. My yeah. mom had, uh, she had hip surgery, and your mom yeah. had her thing, and it was, we just happened to meet out front. Yeah, and we all <laughs> got to know each other you know, briefly and stuff. Like, oh, stay in touch. You know, got to be on friend, uh, friends on Facebook so that I'll promote, yeah. you know, whatever I can because you were, you were just starting out with the music. Yep. And then I met Randy through uh, Heroes or Humor for Heroes. Yeah, we met through Humor for Heroes, uh, which I'm a part of, the military veteran organization. Right. But uh, obviously I've been listening to you. Right, right. Your entire time here, your 13 years here. Uh, and uh, yeah. um, I think it's 13 years, 14 yeah. years. 30 years, who knows? Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, but then we found out we live at 
right next to each other. We're neighbors. <laughs> right down the street, basically. Right down the yeah. street, you know. So <laughs> And so we started hanging out and doing lunch and, and, and doing road trips together and stuff. And then you two, one day you just kind of mentioned, I think. Well, yeah. So his drummer I used to play with in a worship band. Right. And he said, he, his drummer, Stan, called me up and said, hey, uh, we need a bass player. Are you available? <laughs> so there I am. And then I mentioned to Chuck, oh, yeah, um, uh, I'd like to I'd like you to get to meet uh, Sean Rima. Oh, I know Sean Rima. There you go. <laughs> Circle complete. That's right. God brought us all together, man. That's God right. does have a, his way about him, and uh, it's my honor to know all of you. And uh, and Randy and I've gotten very close. Randy, you were a, a big uh, help to me when I was when I was ill, because uh, Randy also is a is a nurse and a right. medical professional. Right. I was telling uh, uh, James that like you know, Hunter Thompson had his attorney. Who, who followed him everywhere. I have my medical advisor who, who <laughs> travels with me, but also a hell of a bass player, and uh, I know you. you're having a great time uh, playing with the band. Yes. yes, I am. It's absolutely fantastic. The honor, again, like I said, is totally mine to be able to work with Chuck. We actually had to find a fill-in for him last week. We had a show out there in uh, in Divine, uh-huh. and uh, the fill- our fill-in, he's great. He plays lead guitar, he plays bass and everything, but uh, just like when we had to find the fill-in for our drummer, it was like, oh, man. I, we just miss, we miss Randy, <laughs> you know, not because the other guy wasn't doing a good job. It's just because the, you know, the, the chemistry, you know, the dancing well, yeah, and the, the, shit, a, the stage performance and stuff, it's already built and it wasn't right. even planned. It just happens. <laughs> Let's take a, a break. So we have some more time on the other side, right, James? Would that be a good idea? Cause I want to get, have you do one more song and then we sure. want to make sure we let people know where you're going to be. Uh, so we'll take a little break again, hanging out with Chuck Weimer and uh, Randy Garcia uh, of the Chuck Weimer Band. We'll be right back on News Talk 550 KTSA. Stay connected and informed. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Good morning, all you cowboys and cowgirls. I see you out there in left field. I got a home run coming at you by Chuck Weimer. <laughs> yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, we are joined by Chuck Weimer uh, of the Chuck Weimer Band here in studio with uh, his bass player and my best friend, Randy Garcia. Uh, and your wife, and uh, I'm sorry, I have already forgot, forgotten what was your name, Jamie. That's right. I'm sorry. And, she's uh, the boss, Sean. She's the boss. She, oh, she's the boss. Don't forget the boss's name. Uh, <laughs> and I, before, just while we have the time, that we could talk a little bit afterwards. Uh, what, what, what do you want to do next? What song would you like to? Do? Uh, well, we can do the current radio single. That's uh, that one's. Well, it's hard not to promote something that you're trying to promote right now. So, <laughs> sure, you know. Uh, this one's currently on Texas Radio, and uh, today it'll be on 550 and 101.7 KTSA. But uh, we got to thinking that, what? You corrected me? Sorry, 107.1. What did I say? I got dyslexic? <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. Um, 107.1. Don't try and read, Chuck. Uh, <laughs> anyway, three things that I really enjoy and know I didn't have any yet this morning is uh, whiskey, Texas, and you. Perfect. have a whole lot to my name Guess this life I lead leaves me to blame But for all my faults I know this much is true All I need is whiskey Texas and you Never try to make me what I'm not 
Tell me you don't care about what I got It don't matter if the car I drive is new All I need is whiskey, Texas, and you <laughs> And I can sit out on the porch and stare up at the sky Get out on that open road and drive 500 miles It don't matter where we go It don't matter what we do All I need is whiskey Whiskey! Texas, Texas. and you to hear my name roll off your lips Taste that Becca Creek after a sip You got me hooked on everything you do All I need is whiskey, Texas and you And I can sit out on the porch and stare up at the sky Get out on that open road and drive 500 miles It don't matter where we go It don't matter what we do All I need is whiskey, whiskey. Texas, Texas and you It don't matter where we go It don't matter what we do All I need is whiskey, whiskey. Texas, Texas and you all I need is whiskey, Texas New. I'm sorry, I was getting cues from the production over there. I didn't even know what he was telling me. Well, we're running out of time. That was perfect, perfect. That's a great tune, and that's on the on the charts there, doing quite well. The the regional charts. How now? Since we're getting low on time, how do people get a hold of your music? Uh, where are you going to be uh, performing next? Lay, yeah, lay we're, it all uh, there, man. we're all over Texas, uh, but I was told I have to spell out the the name because people try and spell it like German cities. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Chuck Weimer, W I M E R. Mm-hmm. Uh, music for uh, the uh, socials, and then of course just Chuck Weimer for the uh, the Spotify, Apple Music, and all that. So ChuckWeimerMusic.com is the website. And then on Facebook, you can install all that stuff. You just look that way. But we're going to be November 16th is a Wednesday. So Working Woman's Wednesday, come on out. We're going to be at Thirsty Horse, 10 to one mm. fifteen. I know it's a late night, but, uh, you know, you can always call in the next day. Uh, we'll be in Cibolo at Old Main Ice House uh, on the 18th. And then uh, we got, uh, for those out in Bandera that are in your listening audience, we're going to be out there at Kickback Corner on uh, December 2nd. And then we got a few dates with them next year as well. And then, of course, December 14th, we'll be back out at uh, Thirsty Horse. That's another Wednesday. Oh, yeah, don't forget, if you have no plans for um, New Year's Eve, we're going to be in Divine, and we'll be out at Black Creek Bar and Grill. Oh, really? Yeah, we have the uh, our New Year's show is going to be out there. And those are all full band dates, so people come out and they can see Randy dancing it up. Uh, <laughs> Randy, you get your groove on, man. You be making squinchy faces when you, see, you see play bass, man. Yeah, see Stan back man. there in his short pants, <laughs> and uh, and then Tom is making fun of him for it. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, this has been great having you all in here, and uh, thank you so much. We'll get you in here again. 
Uh, and I, you, you just seem like you're on an uptick. You're on a, you're on a, you're on a track here. It's going up. And uh, you, and just in a short amount of time that you've been working at it, you're doing so well. So thank you so much. Love you, Randy. Let's Chuck, go, Julie, Jamie, thank you so much for coming by. The Chuck Weimer Band. Thank you. All right. Uh, we've got to say goodbye, James. Thank you. Elaine Rodriguez, thank you. Uh, Don Morgan and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. <laughs>